Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. I don't even know what day it is, but welcome inside the six-hour studios at Armed American Radio Ranch. Daniel Defense Mike fired up for you. I'm fired up for you today. All of it is being brought to us today and every day by the great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Tejas, how you doing, my brother from another mother? You want to? It's garbage day at the ranch, so it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's something like that. Top of the hill. Here we are. Well, you know what screwed me up about that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Wednesday is garbage day at the ranch, and I took the cans out today. And then about two hours later, I got an email from. Uh, waste management saying the holiday schedule would put it off until the next day. And I thought, well, shouldn't they have put that out before? Yeah. You put your cans out. Maybe that should have come out on Tuesday or whatever day it was. <laughs> the trash is going right. to be there regardless. Trash is going to be there regardless. Either way, it's garbage day at the ranch. Greg, I'm going to say Merry Christmas to you. How was yeah, your works. holiday? Uh, Merry Christmas, and it was fine. It was too short, though, wasn't it? Uh, it's never long enough. <laughs> I had <laughs> to punch the clock anyway, so... Honestly, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, I love Christmas. It's my daughter's favorite time of the year, and I love that. She'll, she'll always be that little girl, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she just loves Christmas. She's the one that wears the Santa hat all week. Yeah. You know, or all month leading up to it. Sure. And all that fun stuff. And, of course, New Year's. But I, I can't stand the time off. It screws me up something terrible. Oh, and man. This is the one week we've been trying to take a week off, and it's it's impossible to do. It, and here I mean, we are. Just, it, here we are. But um, nevertheless... It, it just it screws y'all up. I, I really didn't even know what day it was. I just kind of forgot. But happy, happy, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys had a great and happy start New Year to the holiday week. A happy New Year is coming up. Yeah. Yep. So I guess we should tell people what we're getting ready to do for the rest of the week. Uh, we will be live again tomorrow. Uh, Friday, we will be uh, recorded. We will be pre-recorded. Sunday show will be pre-recorded as well as we did this week. So you get fresh content. We're just going to tape it up in advance. It's New Year's Eve, right? So people yeah. are going to be taking the day off. And we will be off again, I guess, uh, the, the Monday and Tuesday after New Year's. And then we get back to a regular schedule. Fair enough to say. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, very good. Let's go to our guest. Sure. Oh, wait, before we do that, before we go to Ryan, would you tell people where to watch the show and where to participate in the chat? Please, Gregory. Uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, sure. Uh, if you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see three little hash marks. Just give those a slap. And when that window opens up, select your watch live, listen live, or your podcast option in case you're catching the show a little later. Uh, you can also catch up on anything you miss over at that podcast link. Uh, previous episodes are all posted. If you would like to support the show, just head on over to the shop link. And if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app. Create your profile. Insert for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yeah, and be Ryan, I know you're waiting. Before we go to you, let's just bring you in. Ryan Petty, Parkland Dad, how are you? Merry Christmas, my dear friend. How are you, brother? 
Merry Christmas to you. I'm doing all right. Uh, today was concrete day at the uh, ranch over here, so uh, oh, I am. Wait, 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 you, you have a ranch? <laughs> Back up. You have a ranch? Hold on a second. <laughs> Concrete day? Uh, yes, we have a ranch, and uh, we had some concrete poured, sidewalks, driveways. Uh, I had a pad poured for uh, uh, some diesel tanks, and I am, I'm like a pig in mud when the concrete guys are here. I'm so sad this may be the end for them, but these guys let me get in there. I put my boots on. They let me get in, pull wire. Today they taught me how to finish concrete. Uh, we picture frame some steps, and uh, I just, I mean, like a pig in mud. I'm telling you, it was Christmas for me today. <laughs> uh, well, you know what else it was for him over there today, Greg? You better check. You're going to get, if you're like me, you're going to get alerts. Because I know concrete's not cheap anymore. You're, he's going to start getting those alerts, Greg, that say, this is the Bank of America. Your account balance ending in 06 whatever has dropped below a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That stuff's not yeah. cheap, man. Good heavens. They wanted twenty five hundred no, bucks two years ago just to add a little quarter slot so I could fit another car on my driveway. Whew. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. We're all we're all living through Biden's economy here. This is uh he promised us uh he, he says transformational it's economic change. Yep. He says it's great. Even his staff is telling him to stop saying it. It's good for somebody. I'm not sure who. Maybe the Chinese. Maybe, uh, well, Hunter. Hunter. Good it's for good. Hunter. It's good yep. for Hunter. Yeah, let's say that. Hey, I want a, a little public service announcement uh, for listeners. Greg notified me on Christmas Day. Or it was what Sunday was, was Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. It was that evening. Yeah, Greg notified me on Christmas Eve. There's going to be a change to the Armed American Radio website before Friday. In fact, it will probably occur later today or tomorrow. But the Listen Live button, you have a Listen Live button for the Daily Show and a Listen Live button for the Sunday Show. And, Ryan, you've probably clicked on those before to listen to the show. What we found. Absolutely. Well, we draw a feed from a radio station in Florida to provide the Sunday record or, or the Sunday live feed from a radio station. We draw that feed. So when you click on that, that's what plays. Well, they were playing Christmas music. On Sunday and didn't play Armed American Radio, the rep, most of our affiliates around the country did. What I found out was if you clicked on the daily feed, and I did not know this. You'd think I would know this. I put it together. But if you click on that stream that I own, which is the daily stream, it was playing the Sunday show. So we're going to get rid of the second button and just use the daily button, but we're going to rename it Armed American Radio. Listen live. Boom. There we go. Boom. There's the answer to that. So those of you that were trying to listen to the show on Sunday by clicking that button, and there were many of you, I did get some emails, that's what occurred. It was no glitch on our end. Just the station we draw the feed from was playing Christmas music, and we confirmed that with the program director on Christmas Eve, and I hated to bother him, but we kind of needed to know. So we've got that resolved. So, Ryan, you uh, you had a good Christmas. Family had a great Christmas. Your lovely wife and kids and everybody had a good time, right? You had a good Christmas, right? It was a good Christmas. Tell me. Uh, we do. You know, the holidays are rough uh, for us. Uh, we miss uh, we miss my daughter, Elena. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That kind of makes it uh, a little bumpy, but we uh, we were together. Um, we were thinking about her. We were having fun with my grandsons and my granddaughters, and uh, and it, and it made it. We made it a great day. We made it there a great you day. Go. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you do it, but I, God bless you and your family. And thank you for being here too, by the way, and opening up to us and telling us. Uh, you know, America needs to hear these things. 
because of the, such the negative news that we get across the country. And I applaud you for being the warrior and the fighter you are. And believe me, I hear from a lot of people who love having you and hearing you on this program on a regular basis. So you have a ton of support around the country. That much I can tell you. New oh, Year's. I love it. This is a great audience, too. I love to jump on the telegram and, uh, right. and, and hang out with the audience while we're talking. It's a great group. It's fun. It's fun to do. And I've got it over here in the corner and I see it popping up as well, too. So, we're, ladies and gentlemen, it's 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 been a weird week with Christmas and New Year's and the show falling on Sundays when we do our big monster cast. But we're doing the best we can for you to get you good, fresh content for those days. All right. Ryan, I normally on Tuesdays, I do gun control Tuesday, but it's Wednesday. I was kind of thinking about doing gun control Tuesday with you on Wednesday. And that is where I Google live on the air the two words gun control live without doing any prep, without seeing it beforehand and see what comes up. You want to do that with me and cover some? Let's have fun. All right. Let's Google gun control. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing this live. We haven't looked at it. Let's see what pops up during Christmas, New Year's week. Top stories. Washington Post, as mass shootings rise, some senators are recanting their gun debate votes. Hmm. After Nashville school shooting, parents push for gun control action. Third one down, federal judge blocks new California gun control law from taking effect in January 2024. We did cover that with Mr. Gottlieb, guys, on the Sunday show. Stephen King slams Jim Jordan over gun control. I'm familiar with his story. Let's go there. Stephen King, of course, the horror author. Did you happen to see, Ryan, his tweet? I did see this tweet on one of my alerts to Representative Jordan from Ohio about comments that Jim Jordan tweeted. Did you happen to see that? I did. I'm trying to remember what he said, but he called him uh, him by a pejorative, didn't he? He doesn't like uh, Representative Jordan. He hates him. You know, the left is good at hating a lot of people. Let's read. This is from Newsweek. And let me just paraphrase. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you saw that. But here's what Stephen King tweeted. Because Jim Jordan tweeted on December 26th, 19 shot, three dead, one holiday weekend, Democrat run Chicago. Stephen King followed that up. Now, let me stop before I even go there. We cover those numbers on a regular basis on this show, as you know, Ryan, Week after week after week, we've been covering these Chicago numbers, and they are relentless. It is a relentless stream of carnage in the city of Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Jordan from Ohio called that out in a tweet. When we come back from this break, I'll read you what Stephen King responded, and then we'll talk with Ryan Petty about that response from Stephen King, and we'll kind of dissect it for you because, well, Stephen King just threw it at us. And I love when they hand us content. We'll be right back with Ryan Petty. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Uh, Welcome back in, guys. Armed American Radio Ranch, Six Hour Studios at said ranch. Daniel Defense Platinum microphone fired up for you. And it's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. 
who I just got a text message from the owner right now as we're talking, CEO Rick Lindsay. So X insurance is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. And I can promise you this. We will be talking about the insurance deal coming up over the course of the next week. And I'm going to save it for after New Year's because I want it to be a live program. There's a lot going on in that in that area right now, in that arena, that insurance arena. We'll explain it when we will probably have Rick on the show. We'll invite him on the program to talk about it. In the meantime, let's go back to Ryan Petty. Ryan, welcome back, my friend. So Stephen King is a known hater of the right to bear arms. Now, I feel pretty comfortable with this following statement, that Stephen King probably has armed security when he's out and about. Ryan, would you agree with that? I mean, I hope he does. He'd be, you know, with his fame and fortune, he'd probably be, he'd be crazy not to. Um, Agreed. But, uh, yeah, but he doesn't want that for you and me, Mark. He just wants it for himself, right? Yeah. So let's – Jim Jordan from Ohio tweeted on the 26th yesterday, 19 shot, three dead, one holiday weekend, Democrat run Chicago. Stephen King responded, guns, Jimmy, guns. Ryan, what's your first take when you hear that response? What, what, what comes to mind knowing his propensity to hate us and our rights and what you know about Chicago and Democrat-run Chicago and why it is the carnage every week that it is? Well, Chicago is the way it is because they don't enforce the law. They don't penalize criminals that use guns. Uh, to commit violent acts, and they don't have a handle on the gang violence problem that's plaguing that city. Those those numbers that we see every week in Chicago, those are those are in the poor neighborhoods. Those are gang uh, that's gang violence, and that's that's a big chunk of the quote unquote gun violence problem in America. Blue cities. Democrat-run cities, gang violence, police not able to uh, do enforce the law because their hands are tied by the politicians in these cities, and these you know we're seeing tens of of, of people killed on a weekly basis in these cities, and uh, and everybody just wants to admire the problem or blame the guns or you know Stephen King's up there in Maine you know with his armed security and. In his fortress, probably, you know, believing that it's the guns that are causing the violence. Look, those guns don't kill people unless there's a criminal standing behind it pulling the trigger. And that's the thing that Stephen King, you know, he, he sh- you think he's a smart guy, right? He writes some really good novels, mm-hmm. uh, clever, clever novels, right? Very, very smart. How can a person be so dumb as to not understand that it's a human being committing a crime behind that gun that's causing the problem. It's not the gun. These criminals would be killing each other. If it wasn't, if it wasn't handguns, it'd be rifles. If it wasn't rifles, it'd be swords. It'd be explosive devices. These criminals are attacking each other because they hate each other and they're competing for territory so they can sell drugs and make money. That's what this is all about. And he just doesn't get it. I don't understand how how such a smart person can be so dumb. 
your statement is completely legitimate. Let's unpack it this way, guys. We often ask the question, I ask the question anyway, of guests on a fairly regular basis. Do these people really believe what they're putting out, Ryan? Does Stephen King really believe that? Now, if Stephen King were a Democrat politician, I would tell you he absolutely doesn't believe it. He's a politician. He's pushing his agenda. We know the leftist agenda is more important than the safety and security of constituents. We know that. We've, we've proven it time after time after time, including Chicago, where, he, where we have focused a tremendous amount of discussion over the years. Fifteen years of discussion, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So when a guy like Stephen King, who, Ryan, you just pointed out, it, believe me, the creativity that comes from this guy's brain, this guy can think. You know, if you've ever read a Stephen King novel or if you've ever seen one of his movies, I mean, you know, look, taking the politics out, the guy can write. The guy's incredibly creative and the guy can act in his movies and the movies that he puts out when he does the screenplays is some pretty cool stuff. If you've ever seen any of his movies, he is not a politician, Ryan, which leads me to believe when he responds, guns, Jimmy guns, he's not. Or maybe he is, but I don't think he's invested in the politics as if that were coming from Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or one of the politicians that are actively working to destroy our rights as politicians holding those levers of power. Stephen King is not holding those levers of power. He's typing into a computer his books and his ideas from his brain and he can wrap the prose no question about it so when he puts down their guns jimmy guns i truly think he truly believes that i can come up with no other conclusion which makes him in my estimation a lot dumber than i thought he was ryan i don't know of any other way yeah. to say that let's read some responses shall we these responses yeah. are amazing from libs of TikTok, leftist policies, Stephen, leftist policies. Next, funny how the rest of the nation didn't have this and we all have guns. Perhaps it's not the guns. Guys, I'm going right down the list. Truth about guns is in there. You're a simpleton, Stephen, a simpleton. Kimberly Morin says guns don't get up and shoot themselves. Next, the Jeff Katz show. Leftists, Stevie, leftists. And then a name I can't say. I'm thoroughly convinced Stephen King doesn't write his own books. Nobody this dumb could do that. And then there's a meme up with a bunch of kids holding rifles in front of an old school, taken probably back, it looks like in the 50s or 60s, early late 50s, early 60s. Many schools used to have rifle teams and students brought guns to school. Nobody shot anybody. Guns aren't the problem. Our society has decayed. Then Vince Langman, one right after the other, guys. Biden voters, Stephen. Biden voters. Paul Cispula says guns don't fire by themselves, but Stephen King, like most deranged leftists, doesn't care. He's fine letting violent criminals go free. He just wants to deny law-abiding Americans the right to defend themselves. King is deranged. You go on and on and on down this list, and I'll tell you what's encouraging about that. It seems to me, Ryan, that a lot of people get it, and Stephen King doesn't. I don't know how else yeah. to frame it than what I just said. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, those, those, uh, we can take heart. Those comments should make us all feel better uh, about the average American because the average American has more common sense than Stephen King. There's two things that happen, I think, Mark, to these folks that get, you're right, he's not a politician. He's not out trying to raise money. He probably does actually believe what he's saying. Two things that happen when these guys get this level of fame and fortune, a couple of things can happen. One is they can feel guilty 
for the success they have, and they turn left inevitably, and they want to tell the rest of us how to how to live um, because they feel guilty about the wealth they have. The other the other thing that wait hold hold that thought hold that thought that that was number one. When we come back, let's go to number two. Ryan Petty is with us for the hour. Don't go away, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense from the Ranch. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Six Hour Ranch at a Six Hour. I agree. Six Hour Ranch. I like Six Hour Studios at AAR Ranch. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense Platinum microphone for you today. It is garbage day at the ranch, and we are dead center in between Christmas and New Year's. X Insurance is presenting all of this to you. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners. They make it all possible, ladies and gentlemen. And beginning, uh, well, next week after the first, we will be heading uh, into our 15th anniversary which means on April 27th, we will begin our 16th year on Armed American Radio. It's, uh, it's quite the story. We've been around for a while, and um, we couldn't do it without our partners and without you supporting our partners, all of them. Those goat guns are up there. Check out the sales. Those things are so much fun. We, I, I probably put together about six or seven of those over the past few days, some gifts that I bought for others and just had way too much fun with those. Goatguns.com. I had cutting edge firewood. The big truck was here at the ranch. If you're watching the show, I had the photograph up. The uh, the truck was at the ranch dropping off another rack of white oak. That wood doubles as cooking wood and firewood for us. We use the whole logs here because of the cookers that we have and the fire pits. Great stuff. Cuttingedgefirewood.com. We'll talk about more of our partners coming up. Let's go back to the great Ryan Petty. Ryan, welcome back. So you were talking about two issues. One was feeling guilty, and they try to project. the way. I, the, what I heard you say was they try to project that guilt on us. Is, did I understand that correctly? They, they do, and I call this, you know, the, the, the quintessential example of this is Bill Gates, right? What Bill Gates and his, and his father did up in Washington State, right? Washington State very pro second amendment state but also you know no 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 income tax no capital gains tax just a great place to to raise a family and and that state was just building wealth like crazy amazon microsoft all these companies up there right just doing great and bill at some point somebody gets to him makes him feel guilty for his success and he starts advocating for an income tax now an income tax doesn't impact bill gates right he could care less about an income tax but it hits all of us, right? Hits all of us really hard, but he's guilty about his wealth. And so he's, he's out, you know, either giving his money away, which is great. That's fantastic. He's philanthropic, wonderful, but to force the average Washingtonian, right. To pay an income tax because he's feeling guilty is beyond, you know, belief in my mind. The second thing that happens to these folks, and these are, again, these are folks that have, achieve some level of wealth and some level of fame. And it's not everybody. I'm painting with a really broad brush here, but I'm talking about Stephen King. That The other type are the narcissists, right? These are the folks that just believe that they um, walk on water almost, right? And that they know better than you and me 
and the founders of our country about what's good for the average American. They, they want to tell us how to live, what to do, who we can associate, associate with, what we can say, how we can keep in their arms. They want control over us, and it's, it's a narcissism that's that's fostered by this fame and success that they get that they believe they know better than the rest of us and stephen king has fallen into that trap yes i agree but i i have to ask this question did he fall into a trap because to me saying that he fell into a trap you know, if I'm walking through the woods and I fall into a bear trap, right, that's completely accidental. I didn't mean to do that. Did Stephen, because Stephen King, in his mind, is thinking this through, right? He's drawn a conclusion from what he believes are a set of facts. Now, how can I make that statement based on a simple tweet? Well, Jim Jordan tweeted fact. By the way, that was 19 shot, three killed. That number is now four killed. I just checked the number. One of the wounded died because the number of of, uh, shot didn't go up. And it's likely that that number will continue to rise. It's going to rise between now and the end of the year. I can promise you that. But that almost sounds like we're giving the guy too much credit based on the stupidity of a tweet. Yeah, I mean, I am giving him. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I probably shouldn't do that. He's been more than clear about where where he stands and and how he thinks and and again it's driven by narcissism uh i will recant my statement he didn't fall into a trap he believes his own air right he 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 walks on water he knows better than you and me because he's had this level of success that tells him this feedback loop that tells him that he's smarter than the rest of us that he has the right way to think about things and the rest of us don't and that's and that's the problem that he has, and 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 he didn't fall for it. I mean, he's falling for his own, you know, hot air. I guess is the way I would say it. But it's a choice he's making, and it's a choice to tell the rest of us that he knows better than we that, than we know. And I can't think, to be honest, of anything more un-American than to have somebody like a Stephen King try to tell the rest of us how to live. It's 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 anti-American. Yeah. And, you know, look, I think let me take this even a little bit further. I think what he's done is he's fallen into his own trap. He created that trap for himself and fell in, I think, is what happened. He because of the belief that he has without I don't know that he does the homework. He clearly does not do the homework. Why? Well, let's go to an A.W.R. Hawkins piece that went up on Breitbart. When did this go up? Uh, This went up on the 24th on Christmas Eve. And I'll just read you the headline, because Stephen King doesn't tell us this. Chicago concealed carrier foils alleged armed robbery. Is that the guns, too? Guns, Stephen. The guns. A concealed carry permit holder foiled an alleged armed robbery Saturday afternoon in Chicago, shooting and killing one of the suspected robbers, according to reports. Now, that number is going to be in that 19 shot, four killed, Ryan. Yeah, but see, he, he, he's, he's, Stephen King is smarter than you and I are, Mark, so he can, he can take those set of facts and, and, and dismiss the things that, that don't fit his narrative, simply dismiss those and come back to, it's the guns. 
it's the guns. Yeah, and what's important, ladies and gentlemen, the reason we continue to talk about this is because there's a lot of people out there that see this kind of stuff from Stephen King. Let me just let me give you some numbers. How many people saw this? Hey, Greg, ask me, Mark, how many people saw this tweet? Hey, Mark, uh, how many people saw that tweet? <laughs> 2.1 million people viewed the tweet. Wow. So it's important. It's important that we talk about this. Because I, I don't know what percentage of people who viewed the tweet that agree with him, Ryan, didn't put something up there because they were reading everything that was appearing to be, you know, attacking Stephen King's un-American position there. But yeah, 2.1 million people saw it. Clearly, of that 2.1 million people who viewed the tweet, those are people that actually saw the tweet. Of that 2.1 million people, it is a safe bet that a large percentage, I don't know what percentage, but many hundreds of thousands of people agree with him on that, that don't have that fame, that level of narcissism that he has. Although I could argue that if they feel that way, that's narcissistic in and of itself, right? It is. You know, I think the folks that aren't the the ones sort of out telling the rest of us how to live and, and what freedoms we should have and what freedoms we shouldn't have and what rights we should have and what rights we shouldn't have fall into uh, a lot of them fall into the bucket of just fear. Right. They've been told, you know, we, we, you got a guy like Stephen King out saying it's the guns. Right. And And they've painted this picture of a world without guns. Right. Which is incredibly naive, stupid, I would argue. Never going to happen. But this world without guns, and then you get these folks that 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 follow, that like, that that agree with Stephen. Right? They, they may not be telling their neighbor or you and me what to do, but they've fallen for this idea of right. this utopia without guns. Right? And that's uh, that's what he preys on. You know, and I, I think those are the people, Ryan, that fell into that trap. Right? I think those people have fallen into that trap because they simply don't think for themselves they believe what they're being told by people like stephen king and their democrat leader politicians we'll be right back segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Well, back to the show indeed. Final segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. First hour of the program today. Six-hour studios lit up for you here at Armed American Radio Ranch. Daniel Defense microphone fired up for you. Great firearms. I've got one Defending the studio right here, an M4A1, and it is loaded. Oh, is that thing beautiful? Visit DanielDefense.com. And you can also support the Double D Foundation, supporting the youth shooting sports over there at TheDoubleDFoundation.org. TheDoubleDFoundation.org. Welcome back into the studios. X Insurance presents it all. We're talking with Ryan Petty. Ryan, let's continue the conversation. I just got an alert. And it appears to be a couple hours late. Maybe that's just when I got it. But Gaston Glock, the man behind the gun, dies at age 94 today. Uh, yeah, I'm Which, glad to hear that. What a, what an amazing uh, 
guy and 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 just the contributions to the firearms industry just uh, too too numerous to list yeah look you know the glock a formidable gun (laughs) okay i've owned a number of them have a bunch of them and i'll be honest with you when i go back to and i'm going to be out with my father who's 84 years old we're going to the range tomorrow morning and he will no doubt be firing a Glock or two, no doubt my 17. He likes a little bit smaller gun, particularly at his age. Arthritis in his hands at 84, but my dad's still a really good shot. But, you know, of all the guns I've owned over the years, and many, I've lost count, lost count, Ryan. But that Glock 17 is likely, I refer to that gun as like an old worn out pair of jeans, right? That's the gun I can pick up and shoot that gun. I mean, I've been firing it for so many years, but I'm so comfortable with that gun. It To me, it has that natural point ability like a 1911, the 17 does. And, you know, we go back to the 80s. You remember? It's the plastic gun that can get through airport security. Remember all the nonsense over the Glock in the yeah, 80s, Ryan? You recall. I mean, you, yep. you're old enough to remember that. And I do yep. very clearly as well. And, I've, and, I, and you know what that did? That made me have to go out and buy one. I had to buy one. And I did. And my first Glock purchase was a Glock 17. Who? What it? What it? Completely innovative design. He changed the what? What? What did he change with that Glock 17? Which, by the way, a lot of people ask about 17. What was the model 17? It was his 17th patent. Is why that number has. Is why the Glock 17 is called the Glock 17. Was the 17th patent. But uh, what, what's your take on that gun? Let's talk about it briefly because it did. It changed what? Well, that's, I mean, you talked about it being a, uh, a, like a well-worn pair of jeans. I couldn't agree more. I just seem to be able to pick up that Glock 17, and, and it's like I never put it down. Whenever I have to qualify for something and I can pick whichever gun I want, I grab my 17. Oh, it just, it's just comfortable. Um uh, just a comfortable gun to shoot. Um, he he changed he changed the way we thought about. I mean, look, it was one of the first guns that I was aware of, at least uh, you know that didn't have a didn't have a thumb safety, right? Didn't have a, right. an external safety. Uh, I remember after everybody got over the the fact that you know this plastic gun that was going to get through metal detectors and get you know uh, <laughs> after everybody realized that that was just a, a a little bit of hype and the news media didn't understand the gun uh, imagine that still you know what are we 40 years later they still don't <laughs> they still firearms. don't they're still making the same argument on the glock still to this day it's remarkable yeah so but it was um it was the fact that um it was a, it was an extremely safe gun but it was it was made to be when you t- when you take that out of the holster and you point that down range and you put your finger on the trigger, that gun is ready for you. You don't have to think. You can just react. And I think, I, to, for me anyway, that was one of the first guns where you just pulled it out of the holster, drew it, you know, pointed it down range and shot, and you didn't have to think about it. You could trust it. I think it, it it was trust. Now, one of my favorite triggers on all handguns, and I've had a number of these over the years, too, and I still do. Tons of them, actually. Lost count how many are in my safes. That's plural. It, the car trigger, to me, is, is one of the best trigger brakes out there and has been for many, many years. The Glock brake on what was my first experience with the Glock being the 17, the way the trigger brakes and resets, right? You hear that click when the trigger resets. 
And if you're yeah. adept, ladies and gentlemen, at firing a Glock, you know that you don't have to release that trigger all the way. You can release it till it resets and clicks and comes back. And, well, the lefties don't like the fact that you can fire a Glock fairly rapidly once you understand the trigger mechanics and you get that down. And that's part of that's that's one of the things that you have to learn is good trigger control. And the Glock really helps you do that. Yeah, that gun changed, I think, the way Americans view the handgun, particularly as far as reliability is concerned. I will say this, and most modern handguns are like this. You know, all the cars are. I've never had an issue with the cars. I've never had an issue with the SIGs, uh, Smith & Wessons. I mean, they're all great guns. Uh, but that Glock was the first one that I know that if I purchased that gun, I could pull that thing out of the box as soon as I bought it, Ryan, and take it to a gunfight if I had to. If I found myself in a bad situation, that's not a gun I had to test fire. I knew that gun was going to go bang every time my booger hook pulled the bang switch, brother. It just was that reliable. Yeah. And I think it, it increased competition and it increased better design on other guns and other manufacturers. I think it's a fair way to put it. But it is truly uh, a it's a legend. Uh, the Glock 17, no doubt. Obviously, there's a lot of different models of Glocks out there now. But that 17 is a legend in my book. I, I love the thing. And like you said, so if you go to competition, that's the gun that you shoot, right? The 17? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I got my instructor certification a couple of weeks ago, and I, uh, you have to qualify, obviously, um, and I, I, I had uh, several handguns with me. I uh, wasn't sure if, uh, if we were going to get to pick our own or they were going to give us one, but uh, when I found out that uh, we could uh, choose our own, our own firearm, I, of course, grabbed that 17 uh, immediately. It's just, it is, it's like a well-worn pair of jeans. I couldn't say it any better, Mark. It, it just... <laughs> You put it in your hand, you point it down range, it goes bang every time you pull the trigger. Yeah, and a lot of people don't remember, you know, it was uh, when Saddam Hussein was busted in that little rabbit hole he was in. You remember that back in the day when he got popped by U.S. troops hiding in that hole? He was carrying a Glock. I believe it was a Glock 17 when they busted him. They later gave that yeah. gun to George W. Bush uh, when he was found in that <laughs> hole in the wall back in 2003. Um, former yeah. combat veteran, armed with police described 45 caliber Glock, high capacity magazine, killed 12 people. Yeah, see, the left likes to go after the Glock because of its its magazine capacity, and I don't know enough about the history of that. Uh, we've only got about 30 seconds left, but in honor of, of Gaston Glock, who passed away at 94 years old, I think it was the Glock that increased the trigger or, or increased the magazine capacity because the 17 is 17 plus one rounds. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I, I think I'm right there. I, it, is, it is 17 and one in the chamber, my friend. Yeah, so it's 18, and I, I think it was the Glock that, that began you know, the modernization of the handguns that we know today, the striker-fired pistols, etc. It was great stuff, and... Uh, you know, hats off to Gaston Glock, an ingenious mind that created that weapon. Uh, and a great gun it is, an incredibly reliable gun. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Petty, thank you for being here, brother. Merry Christmas to you. Now, I'm going give, to give this away now, but Ryan, you're going to tape up with me, so we're going to have you. We're going to cover some of your year-end stories, what you thought were top year-end stories coming up on the Sunday show. You good with that? Absolutely. Can't All right, wait. you'll you'll see Ryan Petty on Sunday's Monster Cast coming up as we get close to wrapping out, wrapping up, I should say, 2023. It's coming quick. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back. Rob Morris is going to be here in the second hour. Enjoy the hour. We'll see you on the radio, guys. 
Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 